Welcome to the Random Wellness Podcast with your host, Nicole Van Quaito, nutritionist, owner, Simply Nick, and taco enthusiast. Join me each week for all things random wellness, including intuitive nutrition, entrepreneurship, holistic living, good vibes, and a dash of woo-woo. I hope this podcast gives you a good laugh, teaches you something new, and helps you up-level your health. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's episode. What was your reaction like when you found out that I was pregnant (laughs) from your perspective? My reaction from my perspective? Yeah. Well, I think everybody who listens knows because you've told the story multiple (laughs) times. Um, Surprise? Yeah. But I wouldn't call it shock. No. Like, I kind of knew it was coming, so right. Not kind of, but I, I don't know. It was definitely a surprise, but very happy, I guess. Yeah. Right off the hop, I guess. That's good answer. Surprise and happy. Yeah. <laughs> also, didn't know how to do dependency test, so it was kind of like a slow build for you to like actually figure out what was happening. Yeah, well, it was... might be a shock to you. I've never actually looked at one keto <laughs> before. Fair. <laughs> Okay, so obviously I've talked about how rough pregnancy has been for me. How has it been like for you? And you can be honest, like you can say like that it's been shitty or whatever. Um, well, you can talk about the positives too, but talk about like the challenges from like being the partner of someone who's struggling physically and emotionally. Um. It definitely hasn't, <laughs> hasn't been as hard as you want to make it out to be okay. on me. Um, I think that more comes from you just being such an independent person that now that you're having to get help with so many things that it's probably way harder on you than it is actually me helping you. Oh, okay. Don't think it's been that bad. Really? Um, yes, obviously it's a balancing act because there's a lot of things that I didn't have to do before right. five months ago, six months ago, whatever it is now. Yeah. That, yes, I'm having to squeeze in here and squeeze in there to, you know, make things easier. But I don't think it's been that crazy. Okay. Well, um, as far, yeah, I'm just saying as far as, like, the doing extra things, no, that hasn't been, I don't think, crazy at all. Would you say it was worse in the first trimester or, like, now or like about the same about the same probably really it got good for the like two months the start of the second trimester right um i felt like that was you kind of getting somewhat not like a normal but leveled out a little bit yeah um but again getting closer and closer to <laughs> two days so <laughs> not a back pain than, yeah from like an old lady exactly. so yeah okay and then emotionally <laughs> <laughs> Okay, to give you context, I'm trying to think about when this one's going to come out because I recorded a podcast with Martina, but I think it's coming out after this one. And it was like, we recorded it the week after I had like three breakdowns and like not even like a week span. So we're talking about like emotions. Um, So that was like last week to give you context of where I'm at emotionally. This won't be coming out until like week 27. Week 27. This won't be coming out until like probably closer to end of November. So I'll be like much further into my third trimester. But how's that been for you? 
okay actually let's let's go back what was that like for your like, first trimester because i feel like it wasn't as emotional no the the issues more in um the first trimester were more the physical because you're so nauseous but i hadn't gotten up the fucking yet like it was yeah um yeah more used feeling shit right um and that's kind of where it was different for me right. i don't think it was more of the emotions it was more just again i had to do little things i usually would have to do right around the house um i don't think it was that crazy <laughs> and then I feel like the emotions, like, did, when did you start to notice them, like, change more? Because I feel like first trimester, I was, like, level-headed and oddly, like, calm, calm about yeah. everything, even though I'm, like, deep down now. All those, I think I maybe I was just suppressing them or I was just too distracted by nausea. I'm not really sure, to be honest. Yeah, but, like, when did you start noticing, like, that shift? Was it, like last week or was it like a slow build it's the last couple of weeks okay yeah been a lot more emotional <laughs> what did i cry about last night <laughs> oh chloe meeting Cl- rex. chloe yeah chloe meeting rex like yeah because i was watching a vlog um elsa's wholesome life and she had a video of like coming home from the hospital and then her dog meeting her baby for the first time and I was like, oh my gosh, Chloe meeting Rex. And I literally started like tearing up, like not just tearing up, I had like full tears coming out of my eyes. And that is not really like me. No. Especially like just out of the blue. It's like not like I was like sad before. It was just like, yeah, yeah, just, just kind of hits me. It's weird for me too. But like, what is it like for you having to navigate that? it's i don't know it's not it's crazy it's just different yeah again going back to the whole you're very independent non-emotional woman so (laughs) it's just a shift for me yeah as far as that goes having to just approach things a little bit differently (laughs) (laughs) as far as conversations how i'm doing things yeah like would you say i get like offended more easily yes (laughs) Hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know why though. I mean, I, th- I don't like think it can really help it. No, I, again, I, I don't get offended when you get offended. Yeah. Like, so that I, I'll be half the thing. I don't even feel like I'm doing anything out of the ordinary that I usually would do. Say, yeah, it just your emotions just getting very triggered very easily. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I get triggered so easily but then I right right like, now right now yeah. yeah i feel like at the beginning i was just like i'd only get triggered if you like told me i couldn't eat like french fries for like three meals in a row now it's more like you say like one little thing and now i'm like oh my gosh do you hate me and it's like that had nothing it was like so out of context yeah so yeah not bad but okay so you may i know you're saying it's like it probably seems worse on my end because like um, i Actually, I truthfully feel bad, even though I know you're like half, like relatively happy to step in and do things. But like, I feel like this weird sense of like guilt when like you're going out to get the groceries and like do little things that I would normally do, especially if like I'm used to doing them. It's like second nature to me. And then like you're having to do stuff that you weren't used to doing. It's not maybe like cooking more and stuff like that. But like you have to admit, you're like 
had some like rough days and oh yeah no i don't want to make it sound like all like sunshine and rainbow yeah like, <laughs> yes there have been days where i'm also very stressed out and emotional yeah like just because there is there is more on my plate totally. I'm taking anything away from you no there is more on my plate as far as what i'm having to do like you said it's like i would never go get groceries yeah. I've cooked a lot more over the last five months than I ever have in our relationship. Right. Um, I've probably helped it with laundry more than I have in the last five months than I ever have in our relationship. Had to learn um, how to use the dryer properly. Yeah. You know, like the setting, you have to put on very dry, not just dry. Yep. And then I'd get triggered when you wouldn't put it on very dry at the beginning. Yep. But now you learn, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then obviously, I still do all stuff I normally would do, you know, the outside stuff. The Yeah. Things around the house, um, so yeah, I don't know. It hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows. Like there's still days that stress for me too. Yeah, well, I think that's good to talk about because I mean, we talk about like, I mean, people don't talk about pregnancy and birth enough because no. I don't really know why, to be honest. Because like, so many women go through this, um, but then we also don't really hear from like the husband, the partner, significant other, whoever is also part of the journey. So I think it's good that you're like saying like yeah no it is hard mm-hmm. and stressful because I feel like especially with like males in particular I like you definitely don't hear like their perspectives no and then that's kind of a a thing that I mean you have talked about it about well I'll say a society thing but you're going through so much being the one who's pregnant mm-hmm. that Society's almost told us that we can't, as males, yeah. we can't say that we're struggling as yeah. well going through it. So, I mean, again, I fall into that trap <laughs> as far as not when we literally yeah. had this talk last week yeah. about me not wanting to say certain things to you while you're pregnant right. because I don't want to stress you out. So, I just kind of internalize all the anxiety and stress that I've been feeling over the last five months. And good either. No, because I can also, I know when you're stressed yeah. and anxious. So it's actually funny because when you told me that, I was like, well, I know because I've been walking on eggshells knowing that because I can mm-hmm. sense that from you. And I was listening to someone else who had their yeah, husband on their podcast and they're pregnant. And I mean, totally fine. But he was like, you know, oh no, like you're just meant to just like rest and blah, 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 which is true. Like you need to like Mm -hmm. rest and decrease stress and everything. But it almost seemed to like this complete opposite end that like, I feel like his life was just revolving a hundred percent around this. And I know like yours is obviously a lot to a certain extent, but like, I wouldn't want you to like literally revolve your whole entire day Mm -hmm. around making sure I don't have an ounce of stress. Mm Because also, like, that's just life. I mean, I mean, if that works for them, that's great. But I was just like, well, it seems like a little mm-hmm. much. And I think it's probably because you're conditioned society to be like, the man has to do everything for the wife. Yeah. Or yeah. she's pregnant. Yeah. I don't want to say everything. Yeah. Because I hate saying society about anything. Because just, I don't sound weird to me. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Um, Societal norms. Yeah. Yeah, and just, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty open about talking about most things. Yeah. For a guy. Yeah. 
but even myself, I didn't want to talk about things, not because I didn't want to talk about them, because I didn't want to push that stress on you at all, right. or anxiety, or whatever it may be that you're feeling if I said something. Which would be more uh, stress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's a kind of catch 22 in that way. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously, we had this happen last week, but we had it happen earlier in pregnancy, too. Right. Where I just kind of was like, yeah, I need to talk to someone who's not you. Yeah. And this was like week 10? Probably like between week 8 and week 10 because yeah. no one no one really knew except my one brother and my one friend. Yeah. So I had people to talk to, which I mean, was good because like, I need yeah. to know you from a practical standpoint. Like, what do I do next? Yeah. But like you had no one to talk to. And I think if we have another kid, I would actually tell people sooner and allow you to tell people sooner so that like you have that yeah outlet. yeah well I, I definitely think yeah that first especially yeah, being our first kid and me being the first one of not first one but close to the first one of our friends having a kid yeah nobody in my side of the family besides my own cousin has a kid yeah <laughs> so it's not like I've been around that True. my whole life type thing. Like all of my family members and most of my friends are actually older than me. Right. So um, it was kind of weird for me those first, like, we found a week five, week six. We found out really, really. Yeah, early. week five, I think. Yeah. So those first, like, three or four weeks for me, yeah. I was pretty well in the dark as far as, like, what to expect. Because you at that point were kind of just getting into your whole nausea. Yes. Things well. So that was again the whole I I knew what you were going through with Nadia and you weren't on the button yet. Yeah. And I didn't want to have those discussions with you. Yeah. Because I knew you were struggling so much with the nausea and just kind of getting through the day. And like also, I mean, because I've talked about this already, but like even when we're worried that's having a topic pregnancy and like having to go to emerge and then having to get like follow-up ultrasounds and blood work and stuff like that. It's like I had my one friend and my brother to like tell. Yeah. And you like had no one. Meanwhile, you're the one that like couldn't come in the hospital with me. So you're like at home just like panicking. Luckily, my uncle's a doctor, so he was the one that was like coaching us through everything. But still, mm-hmm. like you had like you had no idea if I was gonna get rushed into emergency surgery by myself in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And you had no one to tell either. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's, I mean, I get why people wait because obviously that, that 12 week mark is important in terms of like miscarriage. But at the same time, I think it's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I would do that next time. To a certain extent. Yeah, there's, I'm not going to like announce yeah, it on yeah. social media, but I think I would tell like my parents earlier and close friends and family, especially too, because what if something actually did happen and then you'd just be going through it alone? Like, I feel like that would also be really traumatic to like not have that support from, people close to you so well be a conversation that you'd have to have as far as yeah it'd be oh i was pregnant like yeah yeah i think see we're talking about we're talking about future children we don't even have this one out of the way yet um but yeah that, that was kind of i guess that whole where the biggest i think anxiety and stressors came from for me was actually really Okay. Like the that being in the dark scenario. I mean, I'm sure there's other guys who are in different scenarios as far as they've been around. Yeah. 
babies, friends having kids, family having kids. Um, yeah, it was that from like week five to week eight or nine when we finally hold. Yeah, like told a couple of our friends. Yeah, I told a couple of our close friends pretty early. Also, because I think they thought we were being like super weird. Yeah, like they actually they had this thought something was wrong with Brendan because <laughs> he wasn't like doing what he typically does and like yeah. So it was just like okay, well they're either gonna think something's wrong with Brendan or we just. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but that was kind of fun it was like yeah. nice to have like a couple other friends yeah. and that's it's the crazy thing too is it, it's not that um i've even talked to them that much about it right but for whatever reason just telling them yeah and then for those two weeks before two or three weeks before we told anyone else yeah i haven't even talked to them that much like I talked to maybe once or twice about a couple little things. Yeah. But it was just knowing you had someone there. Because we that's the thing too. Is like said, we'd already been through the most stressful stuff already. Mm-hmm. So I had kind of gotten over that. Um, but yeah. And also then you weren't having to like stress about like lying. Yeah. At least like to one person. <laughs> yeah, because like they're they're a couple. So like and we're both we're close with both of them. So I feel like at least one of them had an understanding as to like maybe why you were like flaking on things. Mm-hmm. And then my friend, she's always in the area and like I kept having to lie. I'd be like, oh no, can't have lunch. Like real busy. Meanwhile, I'm like dying mm-hmm. on the couch with like nausea. So I think it was just kind of nice just that people that were in contact with a lot like just had an understanding of what was happening, even if they didn't have to like talk about it per se. Yeah. Um, okay, so Another thing is that I know it's been challenging for both of us is COVID. <laughs> and actually, okay, if there's a bright side to the lockdown at the beginning, because we were still in like full lockdown when we first found out, were we not? Mm-hmm. So that was easy because we could just like avoid people at the very beginning. But then when things started like opening up, it was like we could kind of still avoid people because like it was like that slow. I can't even remember anymore. Like we had like five people over or something. So like it was kind of easy, but then everything just like full blown opened up, probably closer to like the three month mark. A little bit after, I think, but yeah. Yeah, and that's when things were like challenging for us because, oh, and it was also when people started getting vaccinated, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So it was like a weird time for us because we're like, you know, trying to get opinions from like my midwife and like doctors and my even like my oncologist and things like that. And there's really no answers or clear answers for like pregnant people on like what's safe and what's not. So um, I, we still don't even know what the right answer is in terms of like seeing people. But how's that been like for you in terms of like navigating, protecting, uh, obviously Rex, like the baby, but like more so me, because there's obviously increased risk in terms of getting COVID when pregnant. So yeah, yeah and that's the crazy thing is the timeline of us going through this as far as like you said people are starting to get vaccinated so people who aren't in our situation mm-hmm. or don't have like a close friend in our situation or close family member i don't think they like understand because it's also new like yeah the vaccine covid in general still is yeah new and then obviously going back into somewhat normal lives for a lot of people like a lot of people don't care. They're right. just back to 
Which again, I totally fair. Yeah. I, in all honesty, if I was in a different situation, I probably would be one of those people. Right. Like, um, but <clears throat> yeah, I think that's been the hardest thing for me is the fact that my friends who aren't in our situation, mm-hmm. I don't think fully understand what I'm trying to do. Right. Like at this point, yes, I'm vaccinated. But it's personality. Again, everybody has their own opinion on whether it would be worth the risk to go hang out with 20 people and you know, play poker inside and right. whatnot um, for potential giving to you and having complications. Personally, that's where my line has been drawn right from pretty well. Mm-hmm. They want the finding of your pregnancy. Right. It's kind of not seeing people in big groups inside and not wanting to take that chance. You know, the chances are nothing will happen, but yeah, that's just where my line's been. And it has been tough. It's, it's not that I, I have no problem saying no. It's the fact I don't think my friends really understand yes. that, where, where that's coming from. Totally. Just, again, I don't blame when they're just not in that situation. So. Yeah. And then it was, I feel like it wasn't, again, it wasn't too bad at the beginning because there's like, we're still in lockdown. It was kind of good because it made it easier to find my nausea. It's like, oh, I don't know if we should go to this because of COVID. But like, meanwhile, it's actually because like I was low key dying. Mm-hmm. And then summer's easier because everything's like outside for the most part, anyways. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, there's the odd thing we said no to. But I feel like now, as we're recording October 7th, this is like when things are starting to get like a little more dicey. Like, people are back in schools, um, you know, flu season's around the corner. And we're like, we're like, we're just trying to get to like the end. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like one of the things I was very emotional about is I feel so like isolated and like lonely in a sense, even though I'm like around you all the time, but like you know what I mean. Like it wasn't like a <laughs> and we've probably feel the same way um to a certain extent. And it's like, okay, what's our game plan then for like the fall? It's like we see our parents and like siblings inside. Um but like how big of a social circle do we have? Cause we don't want to completely just like isolate ourselves as fall and not see anyone as the weather gets colder. Mm-hmm. So we haven't figured that out yet, but. No, <laughs> it's, there's, there's no right answer. No, it's like mental health and seeing people, but also like. It's oh just... yeah, if, if mental health was an equation, I'd have no problem. And you know that yeah i've been pretty blunt about this too that if mental health wasn't in the equation i would have no problem with saying to my friends okay next three months sorry but yeah won't see you inside if there's a nice day in october or november sure come on over we'll have a fire yeah we'll have a barbecue um but that's kind of the balancing act is i'm one i think much more than yourself right that's what kind of balances my head is just being around friends. Yeah. Just doing things with friends. Like non-COVID time, constantly, every weekend. Yeah. We're doing something with friends. And now I've gone into the whole, even reeled back even more from the start of COVID because you're pregnant. Yeah. So obviously it's a push and pull, but it's tough. Yeah. And then like you realize like how much you actually don't do, because it's like not even just like having friends over inside. You're like, Oh, it's like I'm not going to that. Obviously, I'm not going to go to like a bar. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to the bar. Or, like, I'm not going out to restaurants with friends or like mm-hmm. doing these fun weekend activities. Like, whether it's random examples, but like going to a winery or like going to a cottage. And you're like, holy shit! Like, I literally 
we literally don't do like anything. Well, yeah, and that's and that's the thing is we talked about that about me being a little bit more lucky with the golf course and yeah, at least getting to see friends there a couple times a week over the course of the summer and mm-hmm. um, like still being feeling comfortable sitting on like a patio at the golf course, right? Um, but yeah, no, I definitely don't think we took advantage of some things we could have done right this summer outside. Um, we definitely could have taken a little bit more advantage of cottages and right. like I said, wineries are still outside. But like then at the same time, I've also been so like physically exhausted. Yeah, and again, yeah. It's like the thought sometimes of like doing something that like would not have been like a no. question before is yeah. like, oh my gosh, like I have to make a road trip that's like two hours to go do something fun. Like the thought of doing that now is like, okay, I have to like literally pack 10 snacks, like have to be able to nap in the car, have to have my meds with me so I don't like vomit. I don't think that's a COVID thing. No, that's just a pregnancy. No, that's thing. a pre- exactly that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like even if we did want to do those things, it's just like that. That would that I don't think that would change. Yeah. Um, regardless of whether it was COVID or not. Oh no, absolutely I not. I know you. If you don't feel up to it, you're no way you're going to be. Well, it's like, like your sister and your mom like asked me to like do a day trip the other weekend. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like I can't picture myself sitting in a car with like my sciatic pain. Mm-hmm. For like hours and then like i don't want to be the debbie yeah. of the trip because i'm going to be like hey guys like what if i can't like all of a sudden like walk yeah. and i have to go like lay down in the car but so i was like i'm not like a fun person to like be around right now yeah um if, if it was like something closer then yeah but like i don't want to ruin a fun day trip yeah. because i'm like my back's locked up and i'm falling asleep like at the dinner table so that's also just been kind of challenging. Even like those activities are just hard to do physically. Okay, so not about depressing things. Well, we might get back into it, but <laughs> what have been some of the best parts so far over the last, I guess, six months? Do I have the timeline right? Yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty well at six months right now. Yeah, 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 okay. So we found it. It's been five months since we found it. Okay. That's it. Feels mm-hmm. like honestly forever. <laughs> right? Because you still got three months to go. We found out five weeks in. Yeah, but then it's also so weird with like pregnancy. I'd like you are pregnant, considered pregnant before you're actually pregnant. Yeah. So that's Better. like a whole trip. Sorry. It's been five months. Since. Yeah. Okay. So the best parts. You can even think about it like timeline wise, like beginning, little middle, more recently. I can give you prompts. Okay. <laughs> sure, go ahead. First trimester. <laughs> You're probably like, that was not a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. First trimester was was good. Um, putting aside all the, you know, nausea stuff. And yeah, yeah. You not feeling well. You know, obviously, the whole finding out. Right. Um, that's something crazy. Mm-hmm. emotion that I never felt before. Yeah. It's a really weird feeling. Yeah. Um, but it was good. That was something that right. Yeah, that was awesome. Um and then obviously like first trimester we were still that was when we were telling all like the 
most important people in our lives, yes. like all of our closest friends or family. Yeah. Um, so getting to see how excited they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and funny, especially some of my friends. Yeah. Who would not have expected it in the slightest. Yeah. And some of like obviously like your friends are a little bit different. Like you totally. female, like they're just generally most of them excited for babies. Doesn't matter who's having them. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but for some of my friends, some of the reactions were like weird. So that was like I feel weird saying it that the reactions were weird. Yeah. But I just didn't expect it from a couple of them. They were like, they're so cute. Yeah. Like the cutest. Yeah. We should I I should ask permission to share some of them because we have we recorded, well, we tried to record some people's reactions. I don't have everyone's, but or like I don't have the full reaction, but we have some yeah. pretty funny ones. Um, so maybe we'll share those because they're like they're just so heartwarming. Yeah. No, that, I think that was probably, in all honesty, the best part of the first trimester. I agree. That was, was like an emotional just, high. Yeah, just like that 12-week mark hit, and we were actually like able to mm-hmm. kind of take a deep breath and actually tell our parents, tell our siblings, yeah. tell our closest friends. Um, yeah, that was probably definitely the first trimester high. Yeah. Because um, like, obviously finding out was exciting, but then like it's also such a weird emotion because then like talking to someone else about this too it's like you're like oh my god i'm so excited i'm having a baby but then just like your rational practical mind takes over and you're like okay so now we need to budget and we need to buy a car and almost like takes like the like romantic aspect of like finding out you're pregnant because then you start going to like just practical mode but then i feel like when you like start we started telling people it kind of brought that like spark back mm-hmm. after you know mm-hmm. three months of just death. So, okay, second trimester. This is honestly my timelines get really confused here because I think about it in terms of like week 20 and getting the ultrasound. But then I feel like there's like a weird disconnect from that to like when we told people. Like, I feel like it's like a blur for me. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that? Like, when, <laughs> what months were that even? Like, I guess like July, June, July. I don't really remember much of June and July, I feel like. I still pretty nauseous and well we did our 20 week ultrasound, I think it was right at the start of August. Yeah, I think the second week of August. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we would have went from at the start of June would be when we told everyone. Right. Yeah, so for pretty well June, July and part of August is mm-hmm. kind of that time frame, 12 week to 20 week. Not anything crazy happened. No, no, that 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 was kind of a there there really isn't anything to happen. No. Like that's just kind of the getting in trying to get into somewhat of routine and never actually happened for us. No, because I was Um, still pretty nauseous, right? Like I didn't get medication until probably like maybe even closer to like end of June. I was gonna say week like 14, 15. Yeah, if not later. No, I think it was week 16 for some reason. So so, I mean, that, that whole, like, eight weeks was definitely kind of like a black hole. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm, like, talking about this out loud. I'm, like, I literally don't remember what no. I'm, like, even, like, like, what did we, like, we didn't have weddings. But then August hit, and then I feel like it just went from, like, zero to 100. Would you agree? 
as far as like pregnancy stuff and like social oh, life. Kind of, yeah, yeah. It was like weddings, showers, well, yeah, ultrasounds. We found obviously did the ultrasound at 20 weeks. Which we have to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then that next four weeks after that. Yeah was jam-packed with stuff like every weekend so we had three weddings we had two baby showers we had prenatal class prenatal class so like yeah and so and then obviously at that point you're you were really starting to show yeah um like near the end of that time frame you're really starting to show so like literally everybody we saw even if for whatever, if they didn't know you were pregnant, they were just like, you're oh, pregnant. Yeah. I'd say um, the beginning of September is when I started yeah. to like pop. Yeah. Um, but that was the thing too, is in that time frame, because of COVID, we actually hadn't seen, the people knew you were pregnant, but we hadn't actually seen a lot of those people oh, yeah. until we got to the weddings, the showers. Right. And so that was the first time people seeing you pregnant as well. That's, oh my gosh. That's so true. So, I think that was kind of a another fun time for me too. Yeah. Because then all your friends getting to see, like all your friends seeing you for the first time pregnant. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, also don't even like live yeah. around here. So, and then a lot of my friends seeing us for mm-hmm. the first time since you've been pregnant. Right. Um, obviously, like my friends that live around here seen you before, but like my friends yeah. that live out of the town that were just coming back for weddings and whatnot. Right. Um, Obviously, they were pretty pumped, and um, yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah, sort of just getting to see everyone and family that we haven't seen because, like, like every like Christmas and like Thanksgiving and Easter has been scaled back. So there's like some family mm-hmm. that like we haven't seen in literally Almost years. Three years now. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Even though that they live close, it's like not the issue. It's just we usually get together with them during family holidays and. We just haven't had those. So it's like yeah, that's where the lines been cut off for the holiday dinners and whatnot. Yeah. And like we did the baby showers outside on purpose so that we could see people. So that was like I for me personally was really exciting. Also, my like aunt surprised me, who's like also very similar to me. So that was like very emotional moment yeah. for me. Um, because she lives out west. I must have out east, I don't know why. <laughs> my baby brain is like just not a thing right now. But let's talk about the ultrasound because I feel like that must have been like, I don't want to assume, but that must have been like one of like the top moments for you because you hadn't been allowed to any appointments up until that second week in August. Mm-hmm. So I don't, it's like, I didn't have a 12 week ultrasound. I had a six week one, which is like literally nothing. So you went from like literally seeing a dot on an ultrasound picture and me just like, regurgitating what my midwives would say during appointments to a 20-week ultrasound, which was like a full anatomy scan and finding out the gender. So yeah. what was that like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. COVID definitely has thrown a wrench in the whole process for oh, both, both of us. Yeah. But like, especially for myself not being able to go into anything until literally the pregnancy's half over. Yeah. And that's the only thing I've been in to this point. Which luckily you can come in. I can come now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that ultrasound was like zero to a hundred 
real quick. Like so quick. Yeah. Um, again, I was obviously in the pregnancy mindset the first 20 weeks, like mm-hmm. again, um, getting ready and whatnot. Yeah. But we talked about the whole me not feeling in it yet. Yeah. Until you get to that ultrasound and that kind of ratcheted it up real quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was. What was it awesome. like seeing? Okay. Because, yeah, like you said, even there's a disconnect for me because I found out after that my placenta is in the front, which is why I wasn't like, you're like, oh, like, are you feeling anything yet? And I'm like, no, not really. Um, but that's why because I had a little bit of a barrier for those early on kicks that are super light. So there's a disconnect, even though I knew I was pregnant, I wasn't like popping really that much yet and wasn't mm-hmm. feeling anything. Um, and it's like we were doing all the baby things we're setting up the nursery, but like that ultrasound for me was even like insane. Not even like finding out the gender, it was like seeing the scans. So mm-hmm. like, what was it like for you literally seeing those like high definition like ultrasounds and like scans of like our little Rex. Yeah. Um very honestly, I think it was very much like the pregnancy test for me. Right. Like it was like a shock. Like is it like a jolt to the system? Like that's actually there. Yeah. Um yeah. It's all like shock. Like it was, even though I knew you're emotional though. No, 100% I was. Like going into it, you obviously know what you're going to see. Yeah. That, that's the same thing with pregnancy tests though. Like yeah. we had joked about it before you even took the pregnancy yeah, test. Yeah, like, uh-huh, I'm pregnant. Yeah. And so there's like a 99% chance you know exactly what you're going to see with the pregnancy mm-hmm. test, just like with the ultrasound. But then when you actually get it in front of you, yeah. Like I personally, I don't know whether people are different, but like I just, don't know if I could have prepared myself for it. Like, yeah, I feel like you were speechless. I was. I was just swearing. Yeah. And that's just, <laughs> yeah, people know that's not me to be speechless. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that was wild. And then what was your reaction when you found out the gender? <laughs> <laughs> Even more shock. Yeah, because you thought it was a boy. Yeah. 100%. I, I don't know what I thought. Because I think when I first thought I was pregnant, I thought it was a girl. And I always would picture myself. If I like envisioned the future, I'd picture a girl. But I thought it was a boy. Mm-hmm. I think because I was trying to almost like, because we had no names picked out for a boy. So I was like, I'm just going to tell myself it's a boy. So that I don't like get my hopes up because we only have girls names picked out. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like everyone was pretty shocked. Other than like maybe one friend and my one brother that thought it was a girl. Yeah. And then leaving the ultrasound clinic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just throwing you under the bus, but it was so no, funny. Um, you were like completely out of it. Yeah. It was like, I literally like looked at Brendan. I'm like, are you okay? Like you were just a space cadet. Yeah. It, again, I don't know if, I feel like it's a little bit different from a normal circumstance because I hadn't been any, in right. anything before. And we didn't have a 12-week ultrasound. And either. we didn't have a 12-week. So we didn't have any, like, imagery of, like, a shape of a human baby. Yeah. And I don't know whether I could have done anything to, like, for it could have been less of a shock. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I was, I was still in shock when we left the appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, just seeing the ultrasound, seeing the baby, then the tech telling us that it's a girl. Yeah. So that just shocked me twice. Right. And then getting back in the car and just the mix of still being in shock, being emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just driving back home, like, yeah. In a fog for like, <laughs> for like a good solid 30 minutes to an hour. That's I was fresh. like in a fog. And then I had to take you to get a beer so you could take the edge <laughs> off. Because yeah. I was like, I think I learned something like, do you need to get a beer or something? Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. That's so funny. I don't even know why I said that, but I was like, I just knew that you just sit on the patio and have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, I think because we like knew that we were taking that day off, yeah. regardless, like, thank goodness, because I don't think either of us could focus um so yeah i i feel like that was probably one of the most exciting things around that time personally yep okay but like now nearing third trimester we're recording this the day before i enter my third trimester what has been like the most exciting things like more recently for you or like just good memories or um well i think once you get to like this point that we've started to as much as you do the baby showers and plan and what you're like buying all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I think when you get closer to it, you actually start to like plan things. Right. Which makes things a lot more real. Yeah. Like you're actually talking about birthing plans and talking yeah. about um, like the day to come home, what's going to happen. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the couple weeks after, who's going to actually come to the house and talking about all those things. Right. I think definitely makes it a lot more real for me, mm-hmm. um, which is nothing but a good thing. Yeah. I think. What about um, this? I'm pointing at my belly. Well, like now you can like feel yeah. like and see physical kicks. So what has that been like? Is that like weird? Cool? Mm-hmm. Exciting? I, yeah. I was definitely exciting. Yeah. Like, I love feeling it. Okay. Well, I just, it's always interesting because it's like weird for me because it's like inside me. Yeah. And then like I can feel kicks all day. Yeah. And even then I still, there's like a weird disconnect that there's a human inside of me. So I'm like, what's it like for you? Mm-hmm. Who's like on the outside? I, yeah. I don't think there's anything. No. Is there a disconnect or like are you like, no, that's like um, our baby? Oh, I know. Like, yeah, you know I, I know. That's the way you say it. <laughs> is that our baby? Is that our baby? I, I don't know. You tell me if it's our baby. <laughs> okay, I should like, when you have pull up clips of my podcast, yeah. I feel like that's the one that I should pull up. <laughs> you, you tell me if it's my baby. <laughs> what is it like, Jerry um, Springer moment here? Jerry. No, I, I, I don't think I've ever felt that disconnected. Okay. Like I've, I've since the ultrasound for sure mm-hmm. that kind of kicked me into the a little bit more. Right, it's real. Um, the first twenty weeks, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. You don't really feel it, and then but then again, talking to people who have been through it, like guys who've mm-hmm. been through it, they say it's going to ratchet up a whole nother level of realism. Yeah, the day before she's born, like yeah. obviously, us not having any physical. Yeah. Ownership of it right now. Yeah. It's all on you. Um, so that 
moment that day mm-hmm. is kind of I'm sure it will kick up a whole lot more. But right now, I don't think there's a disconnect like that. It's not real, right? Per se. Would you say that that prenatal class that we took also made it more real? Yeah. Because I feel like you were, okay, give you context. We have um, a doula. So I don't know which one's showing up to the actual birth, but we had the dynamic doulas, Sarah and Laura. Um, I've had them on the podcast before, and they're awesome. And part of like, I guess the package that we have is they have a full day prenatal class that we went to um, mid-September. And I feel like that was like really, I don't want to speak on your behalf, I feel like it was really beneficial for you. Mm -hmm. And probably like when we started talking a lot more about like the birth side of things. Mm -hmm. So what was that like from your perspective? Um, Well, yeah, you know my view on all this as far as leading up to giving birth and kind of after mm-hmm. i'm kind of a wing it person to begin with <laughs> yeah so i feel like the lead everything we've been through so far and then once the baby's here going forward i feel like there's a lot of i can just learn as i go right like i'll i'll be fine and we'll get help I, when yeah, we need it i i'm not gonna i don't stress over things like that right. like i can as it sounds trialing like yeah. it, it's fine it, it was the day of and again i think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about me being one of the first of my friends family right and people just not talking about the day of right the birth to begin with me being a guy just like so in the dark about that two-day window mm-hmm. um it's like a literally a black hole in my brain of what that looks like, what that will be like. So yeah, going to that course and I want to say I didn't pay attention to the other stuff because I did. Right. But like when they started talking about the actual birthing process, yes, 100%, that was really beneficial for me because mm-hmm. that's literally <laughs> most of the knowledge I have yeah. <laughs> on that whole process. And like there's, I can tell you things too, right? And like, educate you based on stuff that I know but I feel like it's good to like hear it from like a mm-hmm. third party because mm-hmm. I feel like that's you'll retain it more versus me just like us casually on the couch watching tv when you're like not thinking about birth and all of a sudden I'm like hey Brendan here's a fun fact about birth did mm-hmm. you know and you're probably just like that's not gonna stick yeah. or like I'm watching baseball right now yeah. so would you recommend that to like everyone that first time parents yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, doing some sort of. Again, I know a lot of guys mm-hmm. in my age, whatnot, they probably feel pretty uncomfortable yeah. going to these classes. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. And I know I'm lucky that I don't really embarrass yeah. easily at all. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm pretty open with. Mm-hmm any conversation people want to have, um, which is a blessing and a curse. Yep. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that the truth? (laughs) But I I never felt like any sort of embarrassment or hesitation to go to that class, though. And also, like, the duelists are amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, like, freaking hilarious. And, like, just keep it real. And they obviously know how to, like, read the crowd in terms of, like, how to approach certain topics. I think 
Like, that's I can like tell. Yeah, but so I know that like some people probably wouldn't be as open, right, to go to that type of a class. And I know we have people in our life, friends, family that probably wouldn't or haven't, right, um, because of that, because it was like, you know, like I don't want to talk about that for a full day. Yeah, like, that's icky, or I'll be embarrassed going and chatting with other people present, right, that aren't medical professionals, even though those other people are in the same situation you are, right. Whereas I feel like we were all just like so into it. Yeah. We're all and just that, like vibing that day. Yeah. So, I mean, I get why people wouldn't mm -hmm. want to do it, but I do think it's very beneficial for myself or people like me. Just yeah. Get a little bit more knowledge, a little more comfortable with that type of stuff. And like, obviously, we paid for that class as like, you know, having the doulas, but I'm pretty sure, I don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure like public health, like, depending on where you are, there's like lots of free resources and even online ones. So if like maybe you just want like an introduction or like maybe you're worried that your partner wouldn't feel comfortable in like a setting like that, I think there are like online, like free courses and stuff like that. So that might be a good place to start, mm -hmm. kind of ease people into it. Whereas like, I don't think I eased you into like stuff. I like, I think before even that class, I was like kind of being like, this is what's going to happen to me. And it is what it is. But and I'm just like, whatever. That works across the I have to do that with everything. Like, yeah. You know me. I can't just dip a toe in. Like, yeah. If I dip a toe in, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Like, I just have to. I do that with work. I did that with all this that we've done so far with pregnancy. Yeah. It's been no restrictions. Just give, yeah. it, give it to me straight. Well, like, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. Like, imagine if I didn't tell you these things. We didn't take a prenatal class. And then you're like... I mean, there's so many things that are probably going to be like really hard for you to comprehend and understand during like labor and delivery and postpartum. Like mm -hmm. every experience is different. But imagine if I just like didn't tell you those things, or you didn't want to know those things, and all of a sudden you're like seeing things happening. You're like, what is going on? Oh no, no, I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like no. you you went from like, and I'm glad you did because that's just me. Yeah. Zero to a hundred, like no, <laughs> you know, no holding off on things. Just tell me how it is. For yeah. some people, do have to be built. Yeah. Up. Like you have to dip that toe in because if you go to a hundred on them, they'll run away. They're gonna freak out even harder. Yeah. Whereas I just can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's jumping. Okay. So for I mean, it's probably mostly like women who are listening to this podcast. It's not their like partners, but to those women who are listening, do you have any tips for them or their partners in terms of like how to deal with you know, like, I almost had to deal with, but like, because I know you, you don't see it that way, but like, essentially deal with someone who's like physically and emotionally going through like a challenging time during pregnancy. Like, do you have any like words of wisdom or like even any other things that you found have been like nice? Like, even like we talked about the prenatal class was helpful. Mm -hmm. Any practical stuff? I know everyone's different too, so yeah. that's like hard to say, but like. I mean, I think the toughest thing for me, and which I wish yeah. hindsight would have done a little bit differently, is try to keep everything as normal right. as possible. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're not going to keep everything as normal as possible, but like, I think I flipped the switch too early. Mm. And like, you went back to these like right at the beginning of the not making your life and like everyday revolve around 
pregnancy. Yeah. Which I did. Right. Like every decision I was making was kind of revolving around you being pregnant, you not feeling well. And and some people probably might feel like that sounds like I'm being a bit of a dink. Mm-hmm. Like not making it about you. No. But no, I feel some yeah. people might. Um but trying just trying to keep things as normal as possible for as long as possible. Because at this point, when we're getting into the third trimester, things aren't really normal. Like yeah. <laughs> there's no chance of being normal. Yeah. But I think the longer you keep things normal, um, and I've kind of talked to a few people about this, it's kind of nice. There is less stress the more you keep normal. Right. As long as you can. Um, obviously, you're still gonna have to care of you and that mm-hmm. early on and yeah. Not, not, it's not going to be 100% normal, but still going to see friends. Not to... COVID's different, yeah. COVID, in such a timeline for us in that first trimester, was yeah. people were still in lockdown. Like, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't keep it normal. Right. <laughs> like, there's, there's been just nothing normal, though, this year. So I feel like if we had another kid down the road, that would be one big thing. Oh, yeah. But I, I would do a lot differently because, you know, still have people over to watch a hockey game or sure. still have, you know, if all the guys want to come over and have a big barbecue mm-hmm. and still do that and still go to Blue Jays games. You like other things about sports. Yes. Golf, <laughs> <laughs> yes, hockey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I definitely think that would be something I would do very differently. Okay. Um, Cause, and I do think that, and you can tell me I'm wrong, but I do think that would help you as well. Oh, yeah. Because I, I think, like, when we started this whole thing, and yeah, I don't know, it's extenuating circumstances, but when we flipped the switch to 100% pregnancy right off the bat, yeah, it almost puts more pressure on you. Yeah. Because that's all we were talking about, all we were thinking, every decision we made was revolving around it. Right. And because you actually mentioned that a few times, but there being so much pressure on you. Yeah, I think a lot of pregnant women feel that because it's like you're the one carrying the baby, like in a, like physically, and it's like okay, like what are you putting in your body? How are you treating your body? Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. And it's like a lot of pressure to like because you feel like you're just failing all the time. Yeah, and again, I think that was partially just the way we went about it. Yeah. Um, with going 100% thinking about it. Yeah. All the time. And also like not really having that support in the beginning. Yeah. Being isolated at home and yeah. Which is a weird time. Yeah. So weird. But yeah, I definitely think that would be the biggest thing that yeah. I would do differently next time. Just try to make things as normal as possible for as long as possible. Yeah. Okay. Well, last question. What are you most excited for? Not like what you don't have to be like one thing. I just want to like like you can bring on the cheese. like is it something like labor delivery postpartum six months after whatever it can be like specific and be like buying rex for person of golf clubs (laughs) that's up there okay (laughs) um obviously the delivery will be big yeah like getting to be in there Mm -hmm. that's just Something that I maybe helping deliver the baby. Yeah, obviously looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I think once they get out of the whole infant newborn stage, yeah, you just seen Rexy grow up. Yeah, pretty cool, I guess. Doing all, the, doing all the first. Golfing for the first time. Yeah. It's really what you want to say. <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything sports. Everything, everything but like sports related. <laughs> first Blue Jays game, first Knights game. Oh my god. First like Leafs game. Oh my gosh. First time she skates. <laughs> I, we actually joked about this because we both like grew up playing a lot of sports. And we're like, there's like, I just feel like a 99% chance that she's going to hate sports, which is honestly whatever she likes. I don't. I, I, it doesn't actually matter. Yes. We don't care. We just joke about it. We're like, 100% she's just going to be like someone that doesn't enjoy those things no because one. we enjoyed them so much that we're going to get like the opposite. And well, we joked about the whole, I, I, I joke about sports and joke yeah, yeah. about all those sports related totally. first. But um, yeah, if they care if it's sports related or not. Yes. Yeah. Music, like I said. Yeah. I, I actually said I wanted. If we end up moving in the near future, I'd want to have a music room oh my God, for them. So cute. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's it's also just so weird to think about. Yeah. Weird. Well, maybe we'll leave it here. And then if anyone has questions for Brendan specifically, I can bring them on again. I think it'd be good to do like a post-birth one. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I'll do a podcast talking about like the birth story, generally speaking, like what happened, and so I'm pretty open about those things. Um, but I think yeah, it's interesting to hear your perspective, especially because like I feel like memories are kind of like weird and can mess with you, and like how you and I are both like there's like a weird couple points where we just like don't really know what happened. <laughs> And also, like, thinking back to the beginning of pregnancy that we were, like, in COVID and, or, like, sorry, like, lockdown because of COVID. And it's, like, oh, my gosh, I feel like my memory is, like, already, like, fading of, like, what's happened during this pregnancy. So it's kind of nice to have your brain, even though you're probably also in the same boat a little bit. But, yeah, we will bring you on in the new year once Rex is born mm-hmm. and is golfing. No, <laughs> <laughs> golfing at the butt. The age of three months. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. And yeah, if anyone has questions for Brendan, send me a DM on Instagram at RandomMomusHealth. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And don't forget to join the conversation over on socials at Simply Nick Nutrition and online at simplynicknutrition.com.